Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN Plus, not to mention Sirius XM Channel 80, Chris Carlin, Amber Wilson in for Chris Canty, who is on his honeymoon somewhere on the continent of Africa. Very jealous of him right now, but nonetheless, Amber, I'll tell you what, it's great to see you. Great to be working with you today. We're going to have a lot of fun. Of course we're going to have fun. I've never heard that Backstreet Boys story from you before, and yet somehow I'm not surprised. Yeah. Not even a little bit. Not even having heard the whole story, just having heard that snippet on the intro. Uh, Yeah, something not surprising about that. No. You almost took down the Backstreet Boys. Not at all. At Raymond James Stadium. The whole thing almost ended because I would have hit one of them by accident with a parabolic mic. But at any rate, it didn't, and here we are. We have got... So much to dive into with Tom Brady, and that is where we start today. Canty and Carlin is presented by our friends at Progressive Insurance. You know, Amber, it's so funny. There are different things that have popped up with Brady here since this absence, and I I can't help but really start to consider a few different angles of this, but the one that really becomes most intriguing outside of him taking this time off, because I couldn't care less about that, it's just, not just Tom Brady have enough left. Does Tom Brady have enough left right now to overcome what are the problems with his football team where at 45 years old, he is still good enough to cover up the offensive line issues that he has? And it's funny, until somebody actually tells me that Tom Brady is dead and shows me the body, I'm not going to believe that he can't do it. It's not, does he have enough left? It's, does he have enough O-linemen left, right? I mean, I think that's at the point that we are at with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I'm one who still believes in Tom Brady because, goodness, how could you not? I mean, he was still putting up career numbers just this past season. He's 45 years old, but 45 to Tom Brady. You know how everyone says, you know, like the new 40 is the new 30. 45 is the new 35. Well, in Tom Brady's case, it's actually true. Apparently, 45 is, in fact, 35 uh, in anybody else's years, Carlin. And Mm. the reality is that he still got a lot left in the tank, but does he have a lot left in the tank when he doesn't have the protection? Because that's true whether you're 25, whether you're 35, or whether you're 45. Now, I could buy into the fact that maybe with him, because of the age, could it be a little bit extra of a concern? You know, we know that older players generally are more injury prone. So are you a bit concerned? about the fact that at 45, maybe he couldn't take hits the same way that he could when he was younger. But he's also not a quarterback that's ever been particularly mobile, even when he was younger. The good news for Tom Brady is that he's got the second quickest release in the league and that he can read defenses faster than anybody in the league. And he's going to need every ounce of that this season because it looks like it's going to be brutal in terms of his protection. And I do think that's a genuine viable concern as great as he is. Yeah, I get it. And it should be because when we We've seen Brady have his issues over the years when he hasn't been at his best, when teams have been able to beat him, especially in Super Bowls when they've been able to beat him. 
It's been because they have gotten a lot of pressure up the middle. And that's where their their offensive line concerns really are right now is up the middle for the most part, between the two guards and the center with Ryan Jensen, with everything that's gone on with Ali Marpet retiring, uh, with the, the other injuries that they've dealt with. Tristan Werps hasn't been 100%. So now they're at a position where it's about Brady being able to read what's going on and get rid of the football and still be able to maximize what his playmakers in Mike Evans and Chris Godwin can do. There's no reason for me to believe that he's not capable of doing that. I've talked to a lot of football guys, you know, over the last couple of football guys, right? And just trying to get a sense, like how much can he genuinely, considering what he is, make up for that? And I'm, I'm astounded by the lack of concern that seems to exist, Amber, among them. The idea that, yes, he needs to be able to uh, have a little bit of time to throw the football, but he, this is somebody that knows what he's doing, and whether it's running the football on the outside a little more effectively, whatever it is, it seems as if nobody is overly concerned about Brady being able to, to overcome that, and I'm, I'm frankly surprised by that. I think it's a big blow for the Buccaneers this year. I, I really am losing a little bit of faith in their ability to get back to the Super Bowl. With all those O-line issues you just named, I'm not even sure you you got to Aaron Stinney, who is, of course, out, right. and Ryan Jensen's replacement and Robert Hainsey, who just went down in the last preseason game. I mean, it's been remarkable how decimated they are. I do think he's great enough if anybody can do it. But at some yeah. point, you have to have people in front of you to protect you. It doesn't matter who you are. And again, Tom Brady's the greatest to have ever done it, but he's not the most mobile quarterback to have ever done it by any means, by any stretch of the imagination. And like you said, even though Tom Brady has got the seven rings to show us, it's not that he has been totally foolproof. And when people have gotten to him, when people have disrupted his game plan, it's when they have gotten pressure on Brady, because of course that is going to be his weakness. There is the mobility trying to get outside the pocket. Again, he can read defenses incredibly fast. He's got that quick release. That's going to come in handy this season. But I'm with you, Carlin. Even as great as he is, I mean, at some point, the O-line being completely decimated would be a problem for anybody playing that position, including the greatest who have ever played that position. Yes. And all of that is why I'm I'm astounded that that's – not a bigger concern. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. And Amber, I have to tell you, I was a little bit annoyed over the weekend when you see that Tom Brady is ranked as the number one player in the NFL. I mean, can we let's let's at least have a little bit of realism to it? I mean, I'm not taking anything away from the greatness of Tom Brady. He is not still the greatest player in the league. He's not. I well, mean, you're, you're still talking about a player who's putting up career numbers, right? I mean, he posted career highs in completions and yeah. passing yards, tossing 43 touchdowns, six interceptions. It was his 22nd year in the league this last season. And Carlin, you and I both know what aging feels a little bit like, right? I mm -hmm. feel like also like he should get brownie points for that, you know, just by the fact that he is 45. Like, <laughs> oh, I we're genuinely grading on a do. curve now. Yes, because we're he's grading 45. on a curve. I do think you're putting up career numbers and you're doing it 
22 years in, that's a curve. I'm going to give it to you. You're the best player in the league. Okay, but we can talk about Brady being the best statistically. Okay, when you throw for 5,300 yards, you're pretty damn good. And I'm Mm -hmm. not getting around that, okay? Amber, how many different players just off the top of your head can you think of in the league that you would rather have right now as opposed to Tom Brady? But when, what does that conversation entail? Because I think when we talk about what would you rather have, we're looking at the future of a franchise. And, of course, you're not building a franchise no, no, no. around I'm a 45-year-old, so right, I'd then, rather have Patrick Mahomes. Right, so you let's, know. let's clarify that. I, and this is kind of an eye test thing, right? I'm talking about this year going out to win – to try to win a championship, is Tom Brady the number one player that you would want on your side right now? I think maybe yes. I think I think oh, I would boy. maybe take Tom Brady as that guy because he's that incredibly clutch. Who do you have in that conversation aside from Tom Brady? I, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is obviously in that conversation. As much as it kills me to say it, Aaron Rodgers is absolutely in that conversation. If we're going to go away from quarterbacks, I mean, Aaron Donald still does not get the recognition that he deserves as the kind of dominant force that he is in this league right now. There are three or four other guys that I would argue based on, not all based statistically, based on what they're going to give me this year and the opportunity they're going to give me to win that I would take at this moment over Brady, as crazy as that sounds. Well, and Aaron Donald comes in second, right, on this list. So he's just behind Tom Brady. I'm with you on that. I'm not going to, I mean, he's arguably the greatest defensive player of his entire generation. I'm not going to take anything away from what Aaron Donald has done. But if we are sticking to quarterbacks, I mean, you can't give me Clutch and Aaron Rodgers in the same sentence. Like you I, just I understand can't. That. He's reigning MVP. I get it. He was the best regular season quarterback this past season and the season before. But we're not talking about just a regular season team. So if you're asking me who is my money on if I have to win one, and I'm talking about a championship setting, I still think it's probably the dude who's got the seven rings to show me in Tom Brady. Right? I mean. Who is more clutch than Tom Brady? Who has proven more than Tom Brady? And again, even at 45, he's still putting up career numbers. So if I'm building a franchise around somebody, it's definitely not Tom Brady. If we're talking about the next few years, even, it's not Tom Brady. Because at some point, I mean, right? Like, at some point, it's, I mean, I, gosh, I've been saying this for, for years and years. But at some point, it's got to end, Chris Carl. At some yeah. point, it has to taper off, you would think. And so if we're talking years plural in any sense the answer is not tom brady but if we're talking a one-off championship run for me i think it's fair to say that the goat has not been unseated not yet canty and carlin espn radio espn plus amber wilson in for canty today along with chris carlin you can tweet us to the show at chris carlin at amber w sports and of course at espn radio a lot of discussion around tom brady him finally speaking out after missing uh, the time that he did, what, 11, 12 days of training camp. And here is Brady, who was asked about it uh, after his last preseason game this weekend. It's all personal. You know, everyone's got different situations they're dealing with, so we all have really unique challenges to our life. And I'm 45 years old, man. There's a lot of going on. So, you know, you just got to try to figure out life the best you can. And, you know, it's a uh, continuous process. So, Look. This is the thing that I don't understand. 
Anybody that actually thinks that this is going to affect Brady this year, I, I you and I just, I don't even know that we can have a conversation. I, I don't. Because if there's anybody that this is not going to affect, it's Tom Brady. And I think we have seen through the course of his career exactly how much practice has meant to him, how much he has just and so much just really dove into the process and embraced it as much as possible into the minutia and getting on teammates for that kind of thing. So that, that to me is, is one thing I just will not understand. If you think that's why it's going to happen this year, that that's going to kill him from, uh, from being dominant, I, I really don't understand it. When I talk about this year and picking players that I would rather have in front of him, There is an aspect of quarterback that I think gets a little bit lost here, and he is the greatest of all time. We are in a different era right now, Amber, and we can talk about all the numbers that he put up. And this era is now one where we are chucking it all over the lot. And I think you could pick a lot of different guys right now. Well, I shouldn't say a lot. Four or five different guys right now that can play on Brady's level and win games at that position where I don't know that that level of player is going to exist where Aaron Donald is. I don't know that that level of player is going to exist where Micah Parsons potentially could be this year. Yeah, because it's not comparable except for the fact that I still contend that Tom Brady, there's no comp there either because, of course, you do have to take – the entire body of work, and then the success in terms of that championship powerless, right? Because if you were talking about Aaron Rodgers, who you brought up earlier, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a prime example because we're talking about a quarterback who certainly has the resume and puts up the numbers and was better this past season than Tom Brady statistically by the numbers, and it's why he won the MVP. He was better than everybody else. But we know what happens with Aaron Rodgers in the postseason, and that counts for something. It's that clutch thing. That doesn't necessarily make sense. And Tom Brady's been the best at that. And he remains the best at that. We are not far removed from him winning another Super Bowl. Now, this Tampa Bay team, when you were talking about him preparing, I mean, I'm with you. It doesn't matter. He's he's the greatest. And also, frankly, even if even if he's not the greatest of all time, but he's just one of the greatest of this generation. He wants to take off 11 days. Like it felt like the longest 11 days of my life, Chris Carlin, somehow because of how much we had to talk about where is Tom Brady here on air, but it was only 11 days. If he had taken off 22 days, if he had taken off 1100 days, frankly, and then come back, I'm not sure any of it would really have mattered. He doesn't need more time to learn the playbook. He doesn't even need more time on this Tampa team to develop chemistry with his receivers. Aaron Rodgers might be a different conversation because it's a very new look receiver room in Green Bay. So there was a lot of pressure for Aaron Rodgers, particularly when he didn't show up during OTAs. It's like, oh goodness, what's he doing? How is he going to develop this chemistry with the new guys? With Tampa, it feels largely like the same thing. I know we have a new head coach and now we have these O-line issues. And I think these O-line issues obviously are significant ones, but I don't think any of this is on Tom needing the reps. If he had showed up like, yeah, week two of the regular season honestly I think it would have looked the same if he had gone through practice and training camp and the preseason we're at that point in his career I don't have a problem with it there's a few quarterbacks in the league that I wouldn't frankly have a big problem with them taking off significant time during the preseason if they want to 
Your dedication to showing up and practicing in the past, I think, speaks volumes, though, that maybe this is something serious or significant. You know, like, I'd like to think it's not. I'd like to think it's just Tom Brady. Hey, I'm 45. I'm the greatest. I'm just going to go on vacation in the Bahamas. Maybe it's something more significant than that, because don't forget, right before he did win that Super Bowl, he was, remember when he was breaking laws in Tampa when he first got there, because it was during like the COVID ordinances, and he was out in parks that he wasn't allowed to be at, because that's how much he was dedicated to trying to practice when there was no football. That's the Tom Brady that we've grown accustomed to watching over the last couple decades, and so I think that's why this 11 days felt so long and so startling, because it was so unusual coming from that guy, even though it was no big deal at all if i ask you right now are the tampa bay buccaneers going to the super bowl this year amber i really genuinely would have said yes before all these o-line problems i i I do i i I really think that they should be a very good team and in a weaker conference i I really thought that they would be a viable contender there and i would have bought into it i would have believed it which is sort of hypocritical of me because i've been screaming from the rooftops that uh, how do think people think the saints aren't going to miss a beat you know with a change in head coach and yet we're seeing one in tampa and no one even talks about the transition to todd bowles but it's because of who they have under center and i just believe in that guy so much so yes before the O-line problems, I would have said that they're on their way to another Super Bowl. I have a hard time saying that now because I am genuinely concerned, genuinely concerned about the protection of Brady. As much as we want to talk about that, it's funny. I look around the conference, and it's awfully difficult to make the case that somebody else is definitively better equipped to do it. But I'm with you. I I can't buy into it yet. I don't think they're getting there because of those injuries. And I, but I also don't feel terribly strongly about a, another team right now. I don't have that great pick in the NFC where in the AFC I'm overloaded with teams that I want to pick. In the, in the AFC, we think everyone's going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. In the NFC, we think no one's going to the Super Bowl. Exactly. The, it doesn't work like that either. We the can't team I right. would not blink about if it were not for Matthew Stafford's issues would be the Rams. I would not blink about them going back, but that is a concern. But the overall question for you is this. Is Tom Brady still the best player in the league? Is he still the best player in the league? 888-SAY-ESPN. That is the Canty and Carlin Nation Dr. Pepper call-in line. That is 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. 888-SAY-ESPN, is Brady still the best player in the NFL? We've got so much to get to on this and another former Patriots quarterback. Tomorrow is an awfully big day for him. We will tell you what we're talking about and check in with one of our NFL insiders. Check out Canty and Carlin weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. It is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio <laughs> and on ESPN Plus. Amber Wilson in for the honeymoon and Chris Canty. We will turn now to Jeremy Fowler, ESPN NFL senior writer, who joins us right now. Uh, Jeremy, it's Chris and Amber, and let's just start with Brady and what's going on down in Tampa. Just the most pressing issue is the offensive line right now. What is the level of concern the Buccaneers organization with all of the injuries that they have had so far. Yeah, Chris, you know, they're trying to sort out uh, how much their young players can take to be starters at center and guard. That's really the, the main concern there. Uh, Luke Kadecki and uh, Robert Hainsey, two guys have drafted on day two uh, of previous drafts, you know, second and third round picks. So they have enough invested in them where they figure, Hey, we got to get them on the field anyways. Let's see what they can do. So as of this point, unless there's like a really attractive player available at that spot, you know, they're, they're going to ride it out and play those two and, and see how it goes. They feel like they're really strong at their other three spots. Um, you know, it's with Tristan Wurst and guys like that, you know, Shaq Mason, who they added via trade. So, you know, they, they feel pretty good overall still. So they feel pretty good overall, probably because they have Tom Brady under center, Jeremy. But Tom Brady did give us a little insight into where he was during that 11-day absence. He said that he's 45 years old and he's got a lot of stuff going on. I'm cleaning up the language there a little bit. Is there a concern, Jeremy, around the Bucks organization that whatever this stuff is that he has going on could make an appearance during the regular season? Not right now. Not not as far as I'm hearing. I just never sensed a, a whole lot of alarm about all this. You know, as it was told to me, like if this was a uh, starting, you know, left guard or cornerback, that everybody would be fine with it. But because it's Tom Brady, it gets magnified, and for good reason, of course. But, uh, you know, right now, they feel like 11 days was a 
uh, a sensible time to be away. If it's longer than that, I think they would have been a little concerned, but um, they were able to find a sweet spot and they knew about this, uh, that, that he was going to miss this time. It, it, it's, you know, it's a little weird. I mean, we, nobody really knows. And his answer last night was, was kind of cryptic. So we, we just have to, to see uh, and wait it out, but it just seems like it's sort of personal time that he took. And, you know, it's, it's hard to fight him for that, I guess. Jeremy Fowler, ESPN NFL senior writer, joining Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Jimmy Garoppolo, why is he still on the 49ers at this point? It's amazing when you consider that they they have to get down to 53 tomorrow. I know they're holding out hope, but at what point do they just kind of cut bait and move on, Jeremy? Well, (laughs) I I know it's crazy that we're here. There's just not much of a market. So they're just, they're sort of waiting this out, you know, um, they're, you hear the rumblings about them not wanting him to go to Seattle. I kind of get the sense Seattle's moved on a little bit, you know, and, and I don't know that they would have made a trade anyway. So I think, I think their interest in Garoppolo is always predicated on him getting released. And most teams I talk to even now still believe that he will be released. That's sort of the expectation. And so, um, but it's, you know, we're, we're looking at what, 12 days to the season, 13, you know, 11 days, 10 days from the uh, opening kickoff, Rams-Bills. So there's not a lot of time to get Garoppolo ready for any offense, you know, um, no matter how much of a veteran he is. So this is a tricky spot. And, uh, you know, I'm seeing some speculation online that maybe they could keep him. Uh, I haven't really gotten that sense. That's a lot of pressure on Trey Lance, and that's a lot of money. You know, they would have to come, they would definitely have to come to an agreement on a new amended contract that's much lower uh, than the $24.2 million he's due right now. Jeremy, you mentioned that 12 days. His money isn't guaranteed, Jimmy Garoppolo's, unless he is on the roster on September 10th. So is there a scenario? We've all been assuming that the 49ers are going to cut him on cut day, which is tomorrow when they have to go down to those 53. Is there some scenario here where he could be on this roster up until September 10th and then get cut? Like, are the 49ers still holding out hope here in the last week or so that they could still trade him after cut day? Yeah, Amber, that's that's a great observation, and I meant to point that out. Is like there's not any sort of uh, hard and fast rule they have to do something by tomorrow at 4 p.m. It's just the league. Every team, or the league requires every team trims its roster to 53 players. They can keep Jimmy Garoppolo as one of their 53, and they're not like locked into that money yet. So next week, that's an issue. This week, not an issue from the financial standpoint. It buys them a little time, and you know the the only. A negative for the team is that they can't fill that role with somebody else where they have a need as a position. Yeah, that was the thing is the, the roster spot. I, I'm absolutely fascinated by this situation. It's Jeremy Fowler, ESPN NFL senior writer, joining us. All right, Jeremy, give us the rundown in Pittsburgh. It feels like, tell me if I'm wrong, that they want to try to find a way to start Kenny Pickett, but at the same time, they know it's prudent to not rush him into it. What is your read on it? Well, they brought in Mitchell Trubisky, knowing that uh, he can start games for them, feeling very comfortable with that, and they like him a lot, and he's done well. So there's there's really I – mean, he's a clear-cut starter. I mean, there, there's no – I would be absolutely shocked if they did anything else that started Trubisky week one. Uh, he's taken, you know, I don't know about 100% of the reps with the first-team receivers for five months, but it's been a high number, so probably more like 90%. So it, it's just – you know, he, he's in place right now to start, and they know 
when they go to Kenny Pickett, there's no turning back, right? You're not going to go back to Trubisky. You're going to be all in on Pickett. So they figure, why not ride it out with Mitch? You know, we feel like we can win some games with him. And then, but Kenny will be ready uh, probably sooner than later based on the way he's looked. You know, he's putting the ball where he needs to be put. He talked to scouts. He said he looks like an NFL quarterback, really impressive. So it could be rather soon when he's in there. But I, I would be shocked if Trubisky doesn't start week one. Jeremy, awesome stuff. We appreciate the time. Thanks very much. Hey, anytime. Appreciate you having me. Jeremy Fowler, ESPN, senior NFL writer and reporter. And I, I am really fascinated by the Garoppolo thing because of the roster spot, because he hasn't been with the team, because they're just letting him sit there. And, you know, Amber, you always want to try to do right by a guy, but it doesn't feel like the 49ers in any way have had any interest in doing right by Jimmy Garoppolo here. They're just strictly going to go and do what is in their best interest. I, I just wonder how much longer of hanging on to him is actually in their best interest. Well, I don't know about that, right? Because it, it seems that they have been trying to potentially work with Garoppolo. They just haven't been trying to physically work with Garoppolo. He hasn't been around the team at all. He hasn't right. been practicing with the team. This idea that the 49ers are going to somehow keep him on the roster to be the backup to Trey Lance, I think that is such hogwash. Because if that was even in the cards a little bit, Garland, they wouldn't have been so emphatic about him being physically distanced. We've heard the war the stories. He's at the facility, but he's not even near the team he didn't get the playbook because they don't want him to have access to the playbook so I don't know if the 49ers aren't necessarily working with him or just looking out for their own interest they might be working with him behind the scenes in terms of his people having discussions with him but the reality is that everybody well, else I mean, in the league moved is looking by now that's, well, that's, my, that's the, the thing, thing I'm is, shocked by well, that's the thing is there, the reality is everyone else is looking at the same situation we are. And we're like, hey, they didn't even give that dude a playbook. Like the, there's no chance that they're not going to cut him. So why are we going to trade anything away from him? And yeah. so that's just the situation that the 49ers and Jimmy G find themselves in. I, I Again, I, I'm surprised that with an 11-game suspension that the Cleveland Browns, in my estimation, are willing to throw away their season as opposed to trading a sixth-round pick and paying Garoppolo for a year when they have a ton of salary cap room to work they with. Still this season. They, still hmm? they still could. A ton. They still could if he gets released. They still could. It is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. Don't forget to join us via the Dr. Pepper call in line. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. In your estimation, despite, well, not despite, do you agree with the rankings that Tom Tom Brady is still the best player in the NFL. I almost let my almost personal bias go through there. You know, in spite of what they say, I disagree with it. But is he still the best player in the NFL? We'll get to your calls at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Chris Carlin, Amber Wilson, Canty and Carlin, presented by Progressive Insurance. Up next, it was in... An interesting weekend, to say the least, up in Buffalo. The Bills make a major move. We'll discuss in just moments. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Check out Canty and Carlin weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. I was disappointed but more concerned last week because Amber was supposed to be spending a, a little bit more time with me doing some shows, but something unexpected happened at the uh, Wilson Compound down in Florida what exactly went down last week? I left you hanging last week. We were supposed to be working together Thursday and Friday. I left you high and dry. In fact, I think you had to ride solo. So I apologize for that. It's okay when you hear why. <laughs> well, I, I don't I don't actually know what happened other than the fact that there was a massive boom. There was like this crazy storm, which is not unusual at all in Florida. Every afternoon, there's some insane storm. It's like a hurricane for 10 minutes down here every day in the summer. And during one of those very short storms, it was just an insane lightning storm at my house. All of a sudden, huge boom. I actually wasn't even home. My husband and my son were home. I was out to dinner with a girlfriend. Huge boom, apparently. And the entire house goes black. We lose power. And I guess there was such a surge. And my husband looks around the house and it felt like the house had got hit by lightning. But there, he didn't see a fire anywhere. So my son was sleeping. Everybody ended up being okay. He texted me, hey, I think the house just got hit by lightning. We lost all the power. We've got nothing. And then everything ended up coming back on except for then we discovered what was fried from this apparent lightning strike. So I don't know if it hit like my direct, like my roof or if it hit like right outside my house, but it fried all my radio equipment, even though I quite literally did. And I don't know if our bosses believe me, but I did actually have our equipment plugged into a surge protector. I promise it says surge protector. (laughs) The light is on it. Uh, So I had that equipment, but I think what happened is so all my internet equipment also got fried and because quite a few like all like a lot of the smaller like kind of appliances in my house got fried my router got fried and I actually think that's how my 
my inner, my radio equipment got fried right. because my my Ethernet cable got fried as part of it as well. So were they I, like smoking or anything? No, they were like smoking. But you should you should have seen. I was sending videos to the people up in Bristol of my radio equipment. You should have seen what the screens looked like and what had amounted to. And I sent them the video, and they were like, "Yeah, that's that's not going to work." Did that's, your son your son bleak. slept through the massive boom? Apparently, he did. My husband was really surprise but wow. my, my son slept through it all everybody ended up being safe except for my radio equipment except for chris carlin uh, uh well, being yeah, hung no, out to dry I, yeah, I, I, i'm fine knowing what happened thank you but I, i'm more impressed with your son sleeping through it and that obviously thrilled that everybody's healthy but that is absolutely nuts i can't imagine getting your house struck by lightning potentially the Buffalo Bills said one thing, and 24 hours later, they did another. It is Chris Carlin, Amber Wilson, Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Amber is in for the honeymooning Chris Canty as we speak. He tied the knot this past Friday night out in Chicago. We wish nothing but the best to Chris and his lovely new wife, Mel. Uh, they are headed, uh, as we said, on their honeymoon for a couple of weeks, but he'll be back for the start of the football season. Fired up for that. Meanwhile, up in Buffalo over the weekend, there was a big story around Matt Areza, the punter for the Buffalo Bills, who had been accused in a in a, uh, a civil suit, a lawsuit of being involved in a gang rape last year when he was at San Diego State with a couple of other players. And at first, the Bills were not going to do anything seemingly they weren't going to have him punt or at least be around for the time being but then they opted to very quickly kind of shift and they released him here is elena getzenberg espn's bills reporter who's been covering this story on where they stand right now and how they feel uh, about the situation and where uh, they decided to make the decision with a razor their perspective is that they feel like they still don't know the truth um, Brandon Bean multiple times said that, you know, they're still try- they were still trying to gather information, alluded to the fact that he would probably still be on the roster today if the civil lawsuit hadn't been filed because they were still waiting for more. They felt like they needed more information. And it was asked directly last night if why the woman who was accusing, why her words weren't enough. And they said they're not a judge, they're not a jury, they're a GM, and Sean McDermott, the head coach, was there as well. They're not, they're not a judge and a jury, was their line, and they wanted to find the truth and not jump to conclusions. So I think there's still a lot of questions to be asked here. I don't think the answers were necessarily satisfactory, but from their perspective, they felt like they still didn't know the truth and take that for what you will. All right, Amber, as an attorney from a legal perspective here, uh, lay this out. What are the issues to come to the forefront for you? Well, the issue, I mean, we obviously don't know about the validity of these allegations, but we certainly know about the heinousness of these allegations now with it laid out in a civil suit. Now, there was an article back in June from the Los Angeles Times that at the time had laid out the allegations from a Jane Doe against uh, several former and current San Diego State football players. We didn't know at the time who was involved in that story, but we did get that story back in June. And then apparently the Bills general counsel had had a discussion with this Jane Doe, uh, the alleged victim, with her attorneys in July. And they had laid out some of the accusations that she was levying 
going against their at the time punter. And so we know that the Bills did know about these accusations for some time. You know, it's a difficult one to navigate, though, because I do understand the perspective also, though, of course, there's allegations that are levied against one of your players. And so then you are in a position. Do you cut him immediately? Do you launch an investigation? And with Carlin, with this one, it's a little bit more complicated than most because the allegations happened while he was in college, right? That Mm -hmm. the, the alleged event occurs while he's in college. So he's not subject to the NFL's personal conduct policy when he's in college. None of that applies here. The NFL isn't going to investigate this thing because it isn't something that allegedly happened while he was part of the national football league. That's important to remember here as well. You know, and, and here's what's odd. Like it's the personal conduct policy that we've seen from a few years ago that got amended. But like, I mean, you think all the way back, Remember Terrell Pryor got punished just for stuff that happened at Ohio State that was, uh, you know, around impermissible gifts and such. It was just, it's just bizarre. And I think from from this standpoint, I, I'm just considering all the details of this story that have been laid out. I, I just, I hope that the young woman involved gets the justice that she deserves at this point. Check out Canty and Carlin weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+.